I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am a giant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Steve's Weekly Podcast. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit. It's released a little bit later uh, this week. Um, well, there's there's a lot of reason. Well, actually, there's one reason. There is one main reason why I delayed uh, this podcast this week. Um, is purely because I was watching a lot of things on my iPad. Um, in terms of Disney Plus Star. Uh, because Disney Plus Star launched earlier this week on Tuesday the 23rd of February 2021. Uh, I will go into full detail about that later in the podcast. Also coming up in the podcast this week, I will talk a little bit about Nintendo Direct because for the first time since September 2019, uh, we first of all, uh, we first we got a first Nintendo Direct um, since 2019, uh, it was the first uh, Nintendo Direct of 2021. Fingers crossed, and here's hoping that we do have another Nintendo Direct, and this just was not a one-off. Um, I would love, personally, I would love to see Nintendo do more directs. Um, you know, letting us know what's coming up uh, throughout the rest of this year. Um, you know, I reckon, yeah, maybe wait until July, August time and then we'll, we'll, yeah, then, then have another Nintendo Direct for us and tell us what's coming up for Nintendo Switch, um, for like the second half of 2021 and maybe reveal some games that are going to be coming in early 2022 as well. That'd be nice. Um... So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Nintendo Direct as well a little bit later on in the podcast. Uh, also as well, I've got some coronavirus news from me as well. Don't worry, I've not had COVID, just putting it out there right now. But I've got a little bit of news to bring you uh, from me uh, since I last did a podcast. I will talk to you about that uh, in this week's podcast. And also as well, on Monday the 22nd of February 2021... The UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced the easing of the UK national lockdown, the third UK uh, national lockdown. So I will also be going through uh, all of that as well. And uh, just letting you know really what's happening, when it's happening. Um, And yeah, I will literally talk you through all of that. Um, now, anyway, uh, I just need to, just before I start, actually, in fact, should we start with the Boris Johnson stuff? Or, I'll tell you what, we'll talk about my, my COVID news first. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm drinking Coca-Cola today, by the way. Um, as always, during the podcast, by the way. Uh, right, so, let me talk, first of all, about uh, my news uh, that I have got for you because uh, on the 17th of February 2021 uh, which believe it or not was actually the same day as we got the Nintendo Direct so there we go uh, but yeah on the 17th of February 2021 
um, I had my first jab. I had my first coronavirus vaccine jab. Uh, it was very, very painless. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did have, I did have a, a side. Of, I had a couple of side effects. I had obviously an achy arm for a couple of days. Uh, it, it felt, it literally felt like someone had punched my arm in, like so many times. That's how it felt. Um, and obviously, but then again, that's normal to have with a, with a vac, any vaccine, flu vaccine. Yeah, you could have a, you could have. You know, an achy arm for a couple of days where they did the jab. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, and also as well, like a few days later, I did have another side effect, which was just a bit of a, just bit of an, you know, an iffy stomach, to be honest, you know. Um, yeah, that, that, that that's the only side effects that I did have. And the, the iffy stomach didn't even last that long. It only lasted probably about half a day. You know, um, I'd probably say. Um, but yeah, apart from that, that, that's the only side effects that I did get from the vaccine, uh, which which was good. But I mean, yeah, I mean, really, you, you, you could go out uh, to a vaccination centre when it is your turn. And you can literally just act like as if you're just getting a flu jab, you know. Um, even though, you know, you would normally get a flu jab a little bit earlier on in the winter now that we're kind of coming into spring you know you can't really think of it much of a flu jab you're more going to be thinking well this isn't a flu jab this is a covid vaccine you know um but yeah so i mean i just thought of it like like as if it was a flu jab to be honest um it was very quick it was very painless as well so i had no no pain um other than obviously uh the achy arm for a couple of days um but i mean yeah i mean to be honest like it it didn't hurt as much as it normally would when you have like a flu vaccine you know when the nurses are there going oh here we go sharp scratch it's literally just a little scratch that's it and then you're done you're off the seat you're out the door some of you may have to wait 15 minutes to see if you get any side effects from the vaccine others you might not um so yeah there we go um but yeah apart from that i mean like i say i definitely uh, to anyone listening to this podcast today um if it is your turn to go and get a vaccine book it you know uh, i know that there's obviously going to be a 12-week gap in between your first dose and your second dose but book it literally i mean if you want to protect yourself and others around you your community around you then literally i mean the, the i mean literally the appointment only takes what well, i'm gonna say roughly about 20 to 30 seconds you know you go in there you roll up your sleeve they ask you are you allergic to anything have you tested positive for covid in the last 28 days you know, you give them your allergen information if you've got any allergies and, you know, you either say yes or no to having COVID in the last 28 days or testing positive uh, for COVID in the last 28 days. And then literally all they do is stick a needle in you, bam, you're done, off you go, you know. Either wait in the waiting room uh, for 15 minutes to see if you get any uh, side effects from the from the vaccine or any reaction to the vaccine um and yeah or if not then 
there we go. You're, you're free to go. You're free to do whatever you wanted, whatever you're, whatever you're planning to do for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, I mean, literally, it is fantastic because I do believe we have around about no, over 19 million people now in the UK who have been vaccinated, who have had their first dose vaccines. Uh, which is good. The reason why, uh, obviously, I got my vaccine very, very early is because of, uh, obviously, I've got some uh, he uh, un underlying health conditions. That's the word I was looking for. Underlying health conditions, uh, which obviously meant that I was eligible for the vaccine. Um, so, yeah, if you are someone out there who has got underlying health conditions and you're between the ages of uh, 16 to, um, yeah, 16 to 64, uh, then, yeah, go, go and get yourself booked uh, for a vaccine because you are illegible right now. Uh, if you're somebody uh, with learning disabilities as well, they recently added that to the priority list. Uh, so again, if you are someone with uh, learning disabilities, then you're eligible uh, for the vaccine as well. Um, and yeah, if you're if you're anywhere between the ages of uh, over fifty, um, uh, well, if you're if you're over the age of fifty, uh, anywhere between that uh, over that age, then then you are eligible as well for the vaccine. It's very very important. That people do go out and get the vaccine uh, because obviously you know that is one way of definitely unlocking this what seems to be a forever lockdown uh, that we're in you know uh, this is our third lockdown uh, that we are in here in the UK um, and it just seems to be going on forever and ever and ever doesn't it it really does so yeah, so that so that's what that's the first bit of news that I wanted to bring to you was obviously uh, I've had my vaccine um, and I will now be waiting until around about May uh, and then in May I will get my second dose uh, of the vaccine. I reckon it'll be maybe mid May. I'm gonna say. So believe it or not, it's actually going to be around about the same time as when a lot of restrictions um, ease in the UK um, which I'm, by the way I'm going to talk to you guys about now actually um, because that's exactly what I wanted to move on to next was uh, the lockdown easing uh, Boris as he has been saying for quite some time now and has promised that he was going to talk about the easing of the third national UK lockdown on the 22nd of February 2021 well that's exactly what he did he came out um, and did a press briefing at 7 p.m. on Monday the 22nd of February 2021 and he spoke about the uh, easing of lockdown and how it's gonna work uh, so basically what I'm gonna say now is the first uh, stage let's say the which is the 8th of March that first stage of lockdown easing is definitely set in stone okay well the first part of the first stage of lockdown easing is definitely set in stone so on the 8th of March um, this is what he's outlined by the way on the 8th of March uh, schools and I'm talking nursery 
primary, secondary schools uh, and colleges, they will all be going back to the classroom to gain an education for their future, um, which is probably a, a big relief for quite a lot of families up and down the UK who have been uh, sat indoors for months uh, homeschooling their children um, with obviously a lot of stress and a lot of uh, complaints uh, from quite a lot of parents um, and yeah so obviously schools will be going back on the 8th of March and um, yeah and uh, to be honest I'm a bit surprised um, because all schools are going back on the 8th I'm a little bit surprised about that because I thought the original idea and this is what Boris has been saying at the beginning of lockdown is when schools do go back um, then they will be going back in a phased return um, so for him to kind of do a bit of a u-turn there and kind of say okay well we're gonna get to the 8th of March and all the kids are gonna be going back you know um, yeah, I, I, I don't understand what made him change his mind. I guess it had something to do with the fact that, obviously, we reached that 15 million target on the 14th of February. Um, you know, we reached the 15 million uh, vaccinated people in the UK. We, we met that target, which is very, very surprising. But, you know, it is also, at the same time, very, very good news that the government did reach that target. Um... But yeah, so it is. It is. Um, it is a bit odd that Boris has decided to kind of, um, you know, go and and um, do a U-turn there and say, oh, schools are going to go back. Every child is going to be going back to school on the eighth of March. Um, but yeah, I guess if you're a parent, then that's going to be really, really good news. Uh, because that means obviously it won't be long until maybe you'll be able to get back to work again uh, if some parents out there are being furloughed or uh, or even you know you might be able to continue working from home um, as normal uh, as you was before school shut and obviously you had to kind of take over being a parent rather than uh, someone that's going to work and working from home etc uh, etc et um so yeah it is good news for on that side of things um but yeah so that's obviously the main thing that's going to be happening on the 8th of march is the fact that schools and colleges will be going back um universities there is going to be some physical face-to-face -face, um kind of uh yeah some face-to-face -face, uh type sessions uh they'll be able so some universities will also be going back i should imagine like if you're doing i don't know for example maybe a hairdressing course um then obviously yeah you'll probably be going back maybe i i don't know uh obviously some courses do vary other courses if you're more doing you know kind of um sort of like computer online assessment type stuff then obviously you'll be continuing to stay at home um you know maybe some online assignments or something then yeah you'll be continuing to stay at home and uh, you'll be going back to university when it the government say it is safe for you to go back uh, i know that they're going to be reviewing um the universities returning 
uh, after Easter. So yeah, there is a possibility that universities will be going back after Easter, um, like as in full time, rather than, you know, just some students be going back, some students will be staying at home. Hopefully by the time we get to after Easter, all students uh, will be going back to university again. Uh, so yeah, so that's the other thing. Uh, the uh, There is also another lockdown easing that is uh, set to happen on the 8th of March, uh, which is that we will finally be able to, well, when I say we will finally be able to leave our homes, um, we, we won't really be able to, like, finally leave our homes properly. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, um, and the reason being is because, obviously, we are still being told on the 8th of March to stay at home. However, we are going to be allowed to go outside to, like, a park, for example, um, either with our household, um, so the people that you live with in your home, you can all go out and go to a park if you feel the need to go out to a park. Or you can meet up with one friend only in in a park um, and go for a coffee and sit on a park bench together. Or you could have a picnic together as well in the park. Um, which, to be honest, is really, really good news um, because obviously that does mean that, you know, already we are going to be getting back to some normality there you know we are being allowed to kind of have partial socialization again with friends and family um which which is really really good you know um because i feel as though if they kind of kept us indoors on the 8th of march until until the next stage of the lockdown which is like the 29th of march or or the or the second half of the first part of the of lockdown easing then i think that really would have started to play with a lot of people's mental health um i know it's only like another extra few weeks that we would have been told you know you can't go out and see friends but yeah it's it's still really really good that you know we're being given the option to go out either with our family as in our household that we live with or go out with another friend um and and socialize uh socialize with them uh which is really good i will definitely be doing that um i'm definitely going to be taking up that opportunity to go out and meet up with a friend um we are actually planning to go for a picnic uh together um on the uh well during that week on the 8th of march the funny thing is is that week i am also going to be off work as well so yeah so i i really i really am quite happy about that to be honest that you know i'll be able to go out uh during my week off and meet up with a friend um because last time when i had my week off work uh back in january it was yeah i was literally i mean for the entire week i was just sat indoors uh other than obviously taking my dog for a walk that's literally the only time that i kind of left my house um really uh was to go and take my dog for a walk and that was pretty much it so it's going to be good though obviously during this week off that i've got coming up on the 8th of march 
I'll be able to go out and take my dog for a walk. But I'll also be able to go out and meet a friend. Even if it's just like the once that week, you know, um, it's still going to be really, really good. I'm also planning as well to uh, go to a shop um, as well uh, called, well, we have it here in the UK called B&M. Um, and it's, it's a, kind of like a discounted shop. Uh, really and I remember going there when it first opened back in December um, and I've only been in there once um, so obviously it doesn't help the fact we I mean I know that the shop's been open all throughout lockdown uh, because obviously they sell food so that's why they're allowed to remain open um, but yeah obviously I've not really took the risk and gone out and you know, gone, gone to the, gone to the, uh, the store. Um, so I've tried my best to kind of the only places I've only been during lockdown is either in my home or at my work, and that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's going to be really, really good that I'm going to be able to do a lot of those, a couple of extra things that I weren't able to do during the first during the first during the first week off that I had this year back in January you know um yeah it'll be really really good that I'll be able to do that from the 8th of March so yeah I'm I'm going to do that uh also as well on the 8th of March uh care home residents will be allowed one named regular visitor so that could be you know if you're someone that lives in a care home for example you know you could have you know I know you can have like your brother Bob or or something like that you know I just thought of Bob just literally that was the first name that came to mind uh but yeah literally um but yeah you you could you literally you could have your brother Bob coming over um all the t you know maybe every week or something or every couple of times a week uh and that'll be the only person that you'll be able to have as a visitor at this time obviously the more lockdown starts to ease i think care homes restrictions will be a lot will be eased as well um but obviously i'm sure they'll announce more care home restrictions um being eased as as time goes on and when they do feel as though the time is right and it is safe uh for care homes to have more restrictions eased so that's all happening on March the 8th. So then we've got March 29th, which is kind of part two of the first part of uh, lockdown being easing. So on the 29th of March, you won't just be able to go out with your household or go out with just one friend um, and have a picnic or, you know, have a coffee on a park bench. No, you'll also be able to have up to six people or two households who who can meet outdoors so you, literally you and five other people could meet up in a park and have a coffee on a park bench um or you could you know have a picnic um in the park as well again as long as social distancing is being adhered to of course because all throughout these lockdown restrictions being eased social distancing is still going to be a thing of course uh, even if the cases are still coming down at that point by the time we get to March 29th, you know, even if the cases are still coming down at that point, social distancing is still going to be a thing. Um, and 
Um, of course, uh, obviously you can meet outdoors, but this will also include private gardens as well, where you can meet five other people, or you can meet your, or you can meet two households um, as well. Um, so outdoor sports are also a go as well. So you could probably play a little game of football. Um, you know, maybe a bit of rugby. You know, um, yeah, you can do all of that again outdoors. Uh, parent and child groups allowed outside with a maximum of 15 people. Children under five don't count. Okay, um, so yeah, so if you're, you know, if you're, you're a parent who's got a child, you know, and you might know, you know, little Timmy's mum, uh, you know, or. Uh, and stuff like that then yeah you'll be able to kind of meet up with uh, little Timmy's mum and uh, you know and uh, go and have a little meet up and let your kids play in the park etc and all you mums and dads out there can kind of have a get together and have a chat uh, as long as obviously you know the kid is under the age of five obviously they don't count so you know you can't count them as a person but as long as it's only a group of 15 people uh, then and social distancing is still adhered to as well uh, the instruction to stay at home is to be lifted but people will still be encouraged to stay local uh, so yeah if you're living uh, so basically don't leave your county here in the UK wherever you are you know um, d yeah don't leave your county you know if you're if you're someone that I know let's say for example you're someone that lives in Liverpool and you want to go to Manchester, you won't be able to do that, you know. Or if you're someone that lives in Manchester and decides, oh, I'm going to travel all the way down to London, don't do it because you won't be able to. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically everything that I wanted to say on that, really. Um, uh, but also as well, um, actually, the like I said, um, you know, a minute ago, on the 8th of March, we're still being told to stay at home, save lives, protect the NHS. The government are just allowing us the ability to go out and socialise with one other person. It could be a friend of yours, maybe someone very close to you, um, or it could just be your household. That's the only, yeah, that's the only reason why you'll be allowed to go out um, in terms of going to a park, for example. Uh, obviously. On the 8th of March, the only other reason other than to socialise with one other friend or your household outdoors is obviously uh, the reason why, to, uh, the reason being, uh, reason for you to be out of your home is obviously for the essential reasons, you know, getting essential shopping, getting uh, medical uh, attention, you know, maybe like your prescriptions or going to hospital or your GP surgery, etc, etc. Um, and obviously if you're kind of, you know, um, kind of getting some emergency supplies to other people who live local in your area, that's another reason to leave your home. Uh, obviously if you're dropping uh, like food parcels or toiletry parcels, etc, etc, outside someone's house, then again, that's another essential reason. And of course, going to work as well. If you are an essential worker like me, then uh, yeah, obviously... Uh, that is another reason to be leaving your home. But apart from that, uh, that's pretty much it, really. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but obviously, on the 29th of March, that stay-at-home 
instruction will be lifted okay um, it will be lifted uh, which kind of ties in around about the same time as when people who are shielding at home have all will also get that restriction eased as well so uh, I can kind of understand why they've kind of gone you know yes we're allowing you to go out with your household or with one other person uh, you know like a friend uh, to go out and socialize with them um, but obviously you know that's that's all you're allowed to do um, on the 8th of March 29th of March will lift that restriction of staying at home because obviously you're allowed to go out and meet up to six people well up well meet meet up to well yeah up to six people in a group you know um or, or two households and yeah there's no reason for us to tell you to stay at home save lives protect the nhs when we're allowing you to go out freely and socialize with your friends um uh obviously people are still going to be urged to work from home where possible on the 29th of march so if you work in an office then you will be still urged to work from home. Uh, and travelling abroad on holiday will still be illegal, by the way. Um, so, yeah, if you don't want to get arrested or get fined or put away in prison for 10-odd years uh, for travelling somewhere abroad that you shouldn't be travelling, then don't do it, honestly. Don't book a flight. I don't think you can anyway, uh, because it is illegal uh, to go away on holiday and travel agencies will be breaking the law as much as you would be as well if you did book a holiday um so yeah so don't book a flight honestly um yeah so that's all happening on the 29th of march then we get to the 12th of april um now, the 12th of April, you're probably now wondering to yourself, well, when is non-essential retail reopening? Well, that's going to be on the 12th of April. Uh, the 12th of April is going to be re the reopening of non-essential shops. Places um, <clears throat> like Next and H&M and HMV and Game and, you know, CEX and... Yeah, yeah, uh, JD, uh, yeah, JD, Sports Direct, all of those non-essential shops uh, that have been shut for months will be allowed to reopen, um, which is really, really good news that we are going to start seeing a, um, a the reopening of the economy um, on the twelfth of April. Um, hairdress, hairdressers. Uh, nail salons, libraries and museums will also be able to reopen. Uh, outdoor hospitality in pubs and restaurants uh, will be allowed. So obviously pubs that have got beer gardens, like I'm going to give you, obviously I really do like Weatherspoons. Um, so Weatherspoons, for example, uh, they'll be allowed to reopen um, but obviously they'll only be able to serve you your drinks and your food outside uh, if they've got a beer garden or if they've got some seats outside the front of Weatherspoons. Uh, there's a couple of Weatherspoons pubs that I know local to me uh, which have got outdoor seating 
just on the outside of um, uh, yeah of 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 the Weatherspoons pubs. Uh, so obviously, yeah, it's going to be very very limited um, in terms of how many people will be allowed to sit in the beer garden at once. So it does make me wonder how Weatherspoons, the ones that are local to me, are going to be doing it. Uh, there's a couple of other pubs that I know around the area where I am, um, which which have got like kind of uh, outdoor seating areas. So they'll definitely be able to reopen as long as it's outdoors uh, only. So you won't be allowed to sit inside a pub or a restaurant on the 12th of April it's only outdoors yeah you'll only be served your out uh, your your food and your alcohol and you yeah your drinks you'll be served that outdoors only so there we go it's going to suck if if we get to April and for the most part of April it's just going to rain i really hope that's not the case i hope like a day like today because today is really nice and warm outside um, and it's really sunny out there as well. Yeah, let's just hope by the time we get to April, we're kind of seeing the same weather conditions as we did last year, where we barely got any rain. We had mostly sunshine, you know, all throughout April and stuff, because, yeah, it's going to really suck if we get to April and outdoor hospitality is allowed to reopen, but for the most part of April, it's just literally april showers um so yeah that's really going to be that's going to really suck um so there we go uh but yeah so the outdoor hospitality in pubs and restaurants uh will be allowed for households or up to six people so again the rule of six uh is being applied here uh when it comes to the outdoor hospitality um so just thought i'd let you know that uh, also as well coming up on the 12th of April you'll be able to go to places like zoos and theme parks um, and gyms and indoor swimming pools will reopen as well uh, self catering holiday accommodation and campsites will reopen for f uh, household groups uh, and then funerals will be able to take place with up to 30 people and weddings will be able to take place with up to 15 people all right uh so that's all happening on the 12th of april and then we get to may 17th so this is when i said earlier in the podcast around about may 17th maybe before maybe just after may 17th is when i'm due to get my second dose uh of the coronavirus vaccine um and yeah, so this is when the next restrictions uh, will be able will be eased. So, uh, indoor pubs and restaurants will reopen. So that that means that basically, obviously, you'll still be able to to you know eat your um, pub lunch and drinks in a beer garden if you choose to. However, you'll have that option to sit inside a pub or a restaurant and eat your food and your drink um you know um so yeah i mean to be honest i'm looking for i think that's probably 
more likely when I'm most... I mean, I don't know. I don't think personally I probably will be going back to a pub until May. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it all does depend what's happening, you know, whether or not there is actually space for me to sit outdoors and have, have a meal. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it all does depend on that. Um... But yeah, I think I, I prefer to eat indoors in a pub or a restaurant. I do prefer to eat indoors. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll wait and see. We will wait and see, um, see what happens there. But um, but yeah, I yeah, let, let, let's see. Um, and all remaining outdoor entertainment will be back. Uh, cinemas, museums and the joy of soft play will return as well uh, which is good news actually, cinemas um, obviously just just taking a break here, just talking about something else for a minute because I'm excited to go back to the cinema last time I went to the cinema was around about February last year so it's been around about a year now since I went to a cinema to go and watch something in the cinema um now this is where a massive dark cloud hangs over black widow uh which is a marvel movie which has been delayed by an entire year um you know it yeah it was originally meant to come out last year in may um, but obviously it then got pushed back and it's now coming out in May this year. Um, so yeah, and now obviously because that movie was set to be released on May the 7th and obviously cinemas won't reopen until May 17th, there's that massive dark cloud now that's hanging over Black Widow and when it, yeah, is it gonna is it gonna get released yeah is it gonna get released everywhere else but we're just gonna get it released on the 17th of may when cinemas are allowed to reopen again or is it gonna be the case of you know they're gonna push this movie back until around about the end of may um you know just so that then us Brits here in the UK can kind of get the movie the same time as everyone else does worldwide. Um, so yeah, there is a massive dark cloud that's hanging over Black Widow at the moment. Um, they'll probably provide an update for that movie uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, obviously, now that we know what's happening with cinemas when they're going to be reopening... I'm pretty certain there's going to be a lot of movie studios out there that are now going to kind of shift a lot of things around um, and kind of, yeah, I think a lot of UK cinemas are going to be having a chat um, behind the scenes with a lot of big executives uh, for these big, you know, big studios, like big movie studios and probably saying to them, okay, we're reopening on May 17th what movies can you give to us that we can show i'm really hoping and praying they're not going to do the same thing as what they did before when they reopened after the first lockdown which was basically just show old reruns of movies like harry potter 
for example, you know. I kind of want them to go back to business as usual, you know, where there's just all these brand new movies that are coming out in May. Here you go, you know, come spend your money um, in the cinema, get your cinema tickets, etc, etc. Um, that's kind of what I'm hoping they'll do. I don't really want them to go back to showing old movies like Star Wars, Harry Potter, you know, and stuff like that. No, I kind of want them to do away with that now and kind of go back to business as usual. There's a brand new movie in every screening of the cinema, you know, and yeah. Um, so, yeah, it all does depend what's going to happen uh, with the cinemas and some cinema releases. I mean, some cinema releases might get brought forward. Some cinema releases might get pushed back a little bit. Um, so, but yeah, I do think, to be honest, if the cinemas do want to get their money back, I think they're going to need to show, you know, brand new movies in every screening of their cinema rather than showing reruns of Harry Potter or Star Wars or Hunger Games or, or whatever there was in the cinema when they reopened last year after the first lockdown so yeah that's what's happening then um so obviously staying away in hotels hostels and b&b's will also be back on may 17th uh and it'll be time to get fit as well because indoor group sports and exercise classes will be allowed uh weddings receptions funerals etc can uh, now go ahead with up to 30 people uh, some large events like sports concerts theaters and conferences uh, can go ahead with a capacity limit so you know you will be allowed into a concert you will be allowed to uh, go into a theater but obviously because social distancing is still going to be a thing obviously there is going to be a cap on how many audience members there'll be at a concert or um, at a theatre or in a stadium, etc, uh, etc. Et so, yeah. Uh, so there is that. Um, and then by this stage, speaking of social distancing, the government will review social distancing, including hugging. So if we get to May 17th and the cases are still dropping, we are still... You know, we're still seeing a decrease in cases, in deaths, in hospitalizations, in yeah, you know, and we're not seeing any new variants pop up in the UK that could potentially res uh, be resistant to uh, the vaccines. Then they'll review social distancing at that point, uh, and that does mean that you know, I mean, obviously, this doesn't mean to say that in May. You know, we may get to, I don't know, the end of May and then the government might go, OK, we'll end social distancing from today. You know, um, yeah, if they're, if they're going to review social distancing and they decide to lift that restriction, I don't think we're going to see that restriction eased until the 21st of June, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but it'd be good, though. It'd be good to be able to finally hug your family members again if you haven't been able to do that for months uh, it'd be really really good to hug your friends as well 
uh, if you're able, if you obviously you haven't been able to do that for for months and months on end. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be really really good if you can do that as well. Uh, there's also going to be a um, uh, a review as well about overseas international travel as well. So you never know. Again, it's not something that they're gonna you know if they do decide to go ahead and lift that restriction. It's not going to be a overnight thing. I think again they'll lift that restriction with social distancing. If that does get lifted, um, they'll lift that in June, most likely. Um, which actually brings me on to uh, June twenty-first, uh, which is the moment that we've all been waiting for, uh, because on the twenty-first of June there will be no legal limits on social contact. So you can meet up with a gathering of 30 people, 50 people, 100 people, 250 people, you name it. You can meet up with as many people as you want on the 21st of June. Uh, and then nightclubs, they'll also be returning as well. Nightclubs will be back. Larger events can take place and there's no limits on weddings, funerals or other life events like concerts, theatres, etc, etc. So, yeah, that is the lockdown easing restriction. Yeah, the restriction easing lockdown. Um, yeah, uh, which which is fantastic news uh, that, you know, we are starting to see an end. Uh, there is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, there's quite a lot of friends that I know. Um, both on social media and off social media who are now starting to get the vaccine as well uh, which is fantastic news um, I'm loving the fact that I am seeing uh, quite frequently at the moment I'm seeing a lot of uh, people on, on my social media pages holding up their um, their vaccine cards saying I've been vaccinated uh, which is fantastic news um, and yeah, I, I do think, you know, it's definitely a right direction to take is to go and get the vaccine because obviously that is the only way, uh, really, that we are going to be getting out of this lockdown, uh, which seems to just be going on and on and on forever. Uh, and Boris has said that obviously these, uh, these uh, lifting of restrictions will take place every five weeks, um, you know, because he wants there to be a four week gap before he does a review and then that review will then decide whether or not it is it is safe uh, to ease the next set of restrictions so despite me outlining what Boris has given us date wise that doesn't mean to say that you know we're going to get to the 12th of April and non-essential shops will reopen you never know Boris may then decide that no it's not safe to do that yet we're gonna hold fire for another week or another two weeks and then we'll ease the restriction of non-essential shops reopening two weeks after the planned 12th of april um restrictions easing so and it's the same going for um for like the 17th of may or the 21st of june you know um yeah, I mean, just because those are the dates that he's given, that doesn't mean to say that he won't delay 
those restrictions being eased to like another date uh it could be like the end of may or the end of june or, or well beginning of july or end of july whatever you know um so yeah we will wait and see um but it's definitely a right way uh, right direction that he has taken a, a very different approach uh that he has taken and it's definitely an approach that i can agree is probably a safe approach as well in terms of easing lockdown without the cases tripling or anything like that so yeah i definitely do agree that uh this is uh some fantastic fantastic news um it really is so yeah um i mean like i say that that's pretty much it that's all i wanted to say on the restrictions easing so that is there uh, boris's uh restrictions that's been announced um right anyway so i want to next talk about nintendo direct uh because as i said at the beginning of this podcast we got our first nintendo direct of 2021 um and it was the first nintendo direct that we got since september 2019 Um, yeah, so 2019 was the last time we had a Nintendo Direct. Um, now, obviously, if you don't know what a Nintendo Direct is, it's basically a little live stream, live broadcast uh, that Nintendo do every now and then. Um, and they kind of announce a lot of games. Uh, this could be first party games. So this is games that Nintendo themselves have created, like Mario, Zelda, etc., etc. Uh, or it could be from a third-party company. You know, for example, I'll use Rockstar, uh, Rockstar Games, as like a third-party company. Uh, and obviously, yeah. So they do a live broadcast uh, showcasing some of their first and third-party games that's coming out on their consoles, like the Nintendo Switch console, for example. Um, So yeah, so obviously Nintendo um, did a Nintendo Direct on the 17th of February, which was the same day as when I got my COVID vaccine. Um, And obviously they didn't announce anything too shocking. Um, And when I say too shocking, I'm talking more like Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Now, that's definitely a game. When that does come out on Nintendo Switch, um, I'm definitely going to be picking up Breath of the Wild 2 because as part of the launch lineup when Nintendo um, released the Nintendo Switch console back in 2017, uh, as part of the launch lineup, they did have Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, I was one of the lucky ones that got... A Nintendo Switch console on launch day um, and Breath of the Wild was one of the games that I did pick up um, and I do play it and it is, it is a fantastic game very very good um, and I definitely recommend it if you are a Nintendo Switch owner but don't have Breath of the Wild it's got a fantastic story to it and just the visuals of the of the game itself you know is fantastic as well so 
yeah so basically um they didn't announce breath of the wild 2 um so they might be saving that for another time uh maybe later on this year they might announce breath of the wild 2 um we will just have to see where the wind goes i guess with that one um but obviously they did announce uh some games i mean they announced uh, a game that was originally on the nintendo 3ds console but is now coming to um well yeah it's now coming to nintendo switch um which is metopia uh, now I played Metopia before on the uh, on the Nintendo 3DS, and again it is a very very fantastic game. Uh, again, another game that I would recommend. Maybe for now, hold fire buying it. I mean, if you've got a Nintendo 3DS console and not a Nintendo Switch console, then be my guest. Yeah, you know, you're more than welcome to buy Metopia on the Nintendo 3DS because it is an amazing game. But if you are if you don't have a Nintendo 3DS but have a Nintendo Switch console, hold fire because uh, Miitopia is coming. Uh, and when it does, then yeah, honestly, uh, you, you're you in for a really good game, to be honest. Uh, but Miitopia will be coming to Nintendo Switch on May 21st. Uh, that's when you can expect to see Miitopia landing on Nintendo Switch. Now, is that a game that I'm going to be getting? I probably will, actually. I probably will uh, get the game because it'll be nice to have it on um, on uh, on the on the Switch console. Um, I'm still looking into getting Super Mario 3D World. Now, as I said actually earlier in the podcast, it's my week off work next week, and believe it or not, um, th- this upcoming Friday. Um, is my payday on the 5th of March so as I've got a week off work you know and I want to find something to do um, you know because obviously we're still restricted in terms of what we can and can't do like you know I can't go out to a a non-essential shop for example uh, during my uh, week off work so what I might do is I might uh, get Super Mario 3D World on Nintendo Switch because that game was released um, earlier uh, earlier this month in February. Uh, so yeah, I might pick that up. Maybe get it towards the end of this week. Um, maybe get it on Thursday. I'm thinking Thursday this week, picking it up. And then obviously if it arrives on Friday... I've got a bit of time on payday to play it. Um, and then, yeah. And then after that, obviously, I'll... Um, yeah, I'll... I'll yeah, basically... And then I'll have the entire week next week to, to play it. Um, so, or, well, in between. Um, yeah, in between. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, basically, I might get that towards the end of the week. Have a little play. And I'll let you guys know my thoughts on Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Um, But yeah, so it is definitely a game that I'm looking into getting. Um, So I think I might get that. Uh, Fall Guys is heading to Nintendo Switch later this summer. They haven't given us a release date or anything like that uh, at the moment. So yeah, um, we'll wait and see when that comes. 
Hopefully it will come round about July, maybe August. Uh, but we will wait and see. We'll wait and see on that one. Uh, there's also a Mario Golf game coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, and that will be released on the 25th of June uh, 2021. Um, what else did they announce as well? Uh, they also announced some new Animal Crossing New Horizon Super Mario accessories as well, which are set to become available for the Nintendo Switch owners who own the Animal Crossing New Horizon game. Uh, they also announced Splatoon 3 as well. That game uh, will be heading to Nintendo Switch um, in 2022. Uh, again, they haven't given us a release uh, other than 2022. Uh, they also announced as well that the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD Remake uh, has been announced for Nintendo Switch as well. So that game will be coming soon to Switch owners. A lot of people are really, really hyped uh, for that, uh, which is which is good. Um, to be honest, I think this might be... I mean, I'm not going to, like, rush out and get it, admittedly. But it'll be nice for me to get that game on Nintendo Switch at some point. You know, I mean, there's a lot of games that I see on Nintendo Switch, which I'm like, oh, I want to get that one. Oh, I want to get that one. You know, but it's like I'm not rushing to get it, though. You know, um, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't... I'm not fussed, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's like there's a lot of Mario games that are out there which I still want to get. Uh, obviously, there's Mario 3D World um, on Nintendo Switch now, which I'm definitely going to be getting. Uh, but there's also like Super Mario Maker 2. Now, I remember playing that game on the Wii U um, when I used to play on my Wii U and... Yeah, and I, I used to love it. I really did used to love it. So, And the fact that they've got the sequel to that game on Nintendo Switch is is really, really fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's definitely some uh, another game that I definitely do want to get uh, on Nintendo Switch. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do like it. I really do love it a lot. Um, and it is, it's just fantastic. Um, Super Mario Maker. Uh, there's also like Luigi's Mansion 3 as well. That's another game um, that I'm kind of wanting to get on Nintendo Switch. Um, I might give Paper Mario a go as well, just to see what Paper Mario is like um, at some point. But again, it's just a, another game that I'm just not really rushing out to get, um, if you know what I mean. So... Yeah, uh, what else was there that was announced? Uh, there was also Star Wars Hunters as well. That's also going to be coming uh, to Nintendo Switch as well. But that's got a release date of just 2021. So kind of expect that to be released maybe between September and December this year, I would probably say. It's a shame because obviously we're going to be coming up to May the 4th soon, Star Wars Day. So it is a shame that, you know, we're not going to be getting Star Wars Hunters on Nintendo Switch on Star Wars Day. Because I tell you what, that release date 
would have been absolutely perfect. Maybe because of the pandemic, obviously they've had to delay this game to late 2021. Maybe the original idea was for them to release it, um, you know, in uh, on Star Wars Day. But obviously because of the pandemic hitting. They've had to delay this game um, until, yeah, until late 2021. So there we go. Um, but yeah, so my thoughts on that is there's a few games there that that interest me. Uh, that I'm very, very interested in playing. Like I say, Fall Guys is one of those games. Uh, because Fall Guys has only been released on... PlayStation and uh, PC and I've always said to my to my best mate Kyra um, you know if this game comes out on Xbox then I'm definitely going to be getting it and actually the funny thing is is the day after they announced that Fall Guys was going to be coming to Nintendo Switch this summer they also announced that Fall Guys is also going to be heading to Xbox One, Xbox Series X and Series S in the summer as well. So kind of expect Fall Guys to release on the Nintendo Switch platform and the Xbox platform around about the same time. Um, and yeah, which is fantastic news because that does mean that later this year I'll be able to do a Twitch stream with my best mate Kyra and we'll both be able to co-stream Fall Guys together on our Xbox consoles. I am super, super psyched uh, to be doing that. That's, I mean, you know, I know that right now a lot of people are excited uh, to be going back to a nightclub this summer. I'm not excited for that. Oh no, this summer I'm excited to be doing a Twitch stream with my best mate <laughs> playing playing full guys on xbox um i mean to be honest i've seen a lot of clips online of you know of people playing full guys on their playstations um and the game does look very very addictive and i'm not gonna lie i'm probably gonna i'm probably gonna get this game on both platforms on the nintendo switch and also on my xbox the reason being is because well on my xbox I'm going to co-stream it with Kyra uh, on there. But it'll, it'll also be nice for me to have that ability to play Fall Guys from time to time on my own. But away from my console, away from my Xbox, you know. Like I could go outside in the garden and, you know, I could get my Nintendo Switch out and play Fall Guys in the garden on my Nintendo Switch. Or I could go somewhere, you know, go to the beach and just get my Nintendo Switch console out, you know, and have a little game of Fall Guys. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really, really nice to be able to do that, you know. Um, Miitopia, again, is another game that I'm probably going to get uh, later this year on my Nintendo Switch console. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, that that's going to be really, really good as well. Um so yeah uh but apart from that really i think that's all the games that's kind of interest me like i said uh the hd remake of legend of zelda skyward sword uh that's kind of 
got me a little bit interested because I played Breath of the Wild and it'll be nice for me to kind of go back and uh, play some of the older uh, Legend of Zelda games and the fact that they're kind of remaking them so that they're high definition standards you know um, is really really fantastic as well so uh, yeah so I'll definitely I might give that a go uh, we will wait and see we will wait and see on that one uh, so there we go hopefully there will be another Nintendo Direct later this year I certainly would love for there to be a, another Nintendo Direct later this year maybe outlining some more games uh, that would be really really nice um, and obviously like I say you know uh, this is kind of what these podcasts are mainly designed for is that we can sit here and we can talk about um, we can talk about Nintendo re- announcing some brand new games we can talk about Xbox announcing some new games you know and obviously in between all of that we can talk about movies that I've watched recently or TV series that I've watched recently and stuff like that so yeah um, I know that obviously there's been other bits that I've spoken about in this podcast which I don't normally sport which I don't normally talk about you know um, because you know when I first started up these podcasts I was more leaning towards uh, you know more leaning towards video games and film and TV and stuff like that but obviously because we've been in lockdown I've kind of been like you know I should really inform you guys about some of the latest updates that there is in terms of lockdown restrictions whether they're coming and going and etc etc so yeah anyway um, so there we go so like I say I do hope that later this year we will get another Nintendo Direct Uh, I do hope they're a little bit more frequent now Um, and yeah that's that's what I'm hoping for uh, that they are more frequent and of course I will bring you all the updates that Nintendo do announce in their uh, Nintendo Directs in the future if they do do any more Um, so yeah Um, right anyway there is also another thing that I there's another couple more things that I wanted to talk about in this week's podcast. It is going to be a very, very long one, this one, uh, honestly. Um, I just hope and pray that we don't go back to where we where, what I did before, which was like an hour and 40 minutes was my last podcast. Yeah, I, I don't want I don't want to get back to that. I mean, honestly, that was a that was a very long podcast that I did last week. Um, and yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think you guys could really tolerate my voice for another hour and 40 minutes so I'll try and keep this as short as possible um, this well over the last couple of weeks we've had some brand new trailers dropped by Disney um, so first of all we've had the movie Cruella um, so which is obviously a film based on the villain uh, from the 101 Dalmatians movies. Uh, it's kind of like an origin story, really, of how she became evil. You know, why she hated dogs and she wanted to kill Dalmatians and make jackets out of them. 
I think that's kind of what they're going along the lines of. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie does star Emma Stone as Cruella. I've seen Emma Stone in some other movies. Uh, she appears in Superbad, Easy A, and Zombieland as well. And I tell you what, Emma Stone is a fantastic actress. Uh, I absolutely love her work in, in all of those movies. Um, so, I, I, to be honest, she does seem to be... Um, she does seem to play the part of Cruella really, really well uh, in this movie. So, when this movie does get released... Uh, in, uh, well, yeah, when this movie does get released... I will definitely be up for watching it. Now, this is the big question. Is where is this movie going to go? Because at the moment, Disney have only announced a release date of the movie. So, the movie comes out, I believe, on the 28th of May, 2021. That's when this movie comes out. But Disney haven't said where is it where it's going to be released is it going to be released on disney plus for subscribers is it going to be released on disney plus as part of premiere access is it going to be released in cinemas or are they going to do a hybrid so basically it gets released in both cinemas and disney plus premiere access you know um, because obviously there is that thing where not everyone is going to be kind of wanting to go back to the cinema straight away uh, when they do reopen. Um, because some people might just think, well, it's still not safe to sit in a cinema and watch a movie. Or some people, you know, might not like the idea of maybe having to wear a mask uh, if you're sitting in, uh, in the cinema watching a movie. Maybe you're still going to be asked to wear a face covering while watching the movie um yeah that might still be a thing so that might kind of you know kind of turn people away from the cinema still so again yeah disney haven't said where this is going to be released yet so you know expect an announcement maybe at the end of march maybe beginning of april they might have a clearer idea as to where this movie is going to get released whether it's going to be cinemas Disney Plus for subscribers or Disney Plus as part of Premier Access or they're just going to do it for both Disney Plus Premier Access um, and also in cinemas as well so we will um, yeah we will wait and see see what happens there I guess um, on that front um, and then there's also um, I mean yeah so like I said that 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 movie does look fantastic and I'm definitely going to be sitting down and watching it wherever it's going to be released um, yeah I'm definitely going to be watching it um, also as well actually this past week uh, Disney Pixar released the trailer for Luca now Luca is a movie about well it's about these two brothers I think it is two brothers from what I get who are living in Italy, but they have this massive secret that no one else can find out. That basically, when water touches their skin, they turn into, well, I wouldn't say mermaids, but mermans. 
Um, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously, no one in the village that they live in can find out the secret. Um, so, yeah, because obviously they don't like... I think it's something to do with... They, they like to kill fish, um, basically, is... Um, yeah, they're a village of fish killers, basically. Um, so, yeah, so obviously these two brothers have to keep this um, massive secret that, yeah, that they're, um, that they're mermans. Um, now, again, the trailer for that movie does look pretty good. Um, and again, I do think that it's another movie that I might go and sit and watch in the cinema. As a matter of fact, while I talk to you about it, um, you know, let me just find out when the release date of that movie was because I'm pretty certain um, Disney did re uh, did announce the release date of it. Uh, oh, okay. So the 18th of June 2021 is when that movie is set to drop. Now, again, like Cruella, Disney and Pixar have been very coy as to where this is going to be released. They haven't said that this is going to be released in cinemas. They haven't said, you know, that it's coming to Disney Plus for subscribers, although I highly doubt that. And they haven't said that it's going to be coming to Disney Plus Premier Access, neither. So, the same kind of situation as Cruella. We've got a release date, but where are we going to be watching it? Are we going to be watching it... Yeah. Are we going to be watching it from the comfort of our homes? Or are you going to be putting this out in cinemas? You know, um, I think the other thing is as well, is on uh, on Monday, uh, on Friday, this upcoming week, March 5th, Disney are releasing a movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. Now that movie was set to come out in cinemas on the 5th of March. But obviously, because cinemas are shut, um, obviously, yeah, uh, that's now not going to be coming out in cinemas. Instead, it's going to be released on Disney Plus as part of Premier Access. So I think what, because I just don't think that Mulan, which was released on Disney Plus last year as part of Premier Access, I don't think Mulan did that great, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't think it did. Um, so I think it's all going to be depending now on how many people decide to get early access to Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney Plus before it hits everyone else. Like everyone else on Disney Plus will get it in June. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm not really fussed. I mean, I've seen the trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon, and it does look fantastic. But I'm going to wait until June and then watch it when it does get released uh, on Disney Plus in June. So, yeah. Um, so I think what Disney are going to do is they're going to do that. You know, they're just going to see how... Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon um, does and then if it does really well then they might decide okay going forward we're going to release this movie in the cinema but at the same time we're going to release it as a premiere access 
so that people can watch it from the comfort of their homes if they choose to, you know. I mean, I think this is just going to be the way forward now, you know. These big Hollywood studios have now found a new way of showing us brand new movies, and that's from the comfort of our own homes. You know, obviously, I know that cinemas are still going to reopen in May, and, you know, we may get some brand new movies, but... I think at the same time, a lot of people are going to be like, I don't want to go to a cinema to watch this. I would rather sit in the comfort of my own home, spend that extra little bit of money, you know, on a on technically an, an e-ticket and, you know, basically have access to watch this brand new movie whenever, uh, whenever I feel like it you know um so yeah so again we will find out nearer the time when luca uh well we're gonna find out nearer the time where we'll be able to watch both cruella and luca personally for me i would like to watch it in the cinema um i really would um but to be honest i wouldn't be fussed if disney just decided to throw a huge curveball and just go you know what we're going to release this we're going to release Cruella and Luca in the cinema but if you're still feeling uncomfortable of the you know of the idea of going to the cinema don't worry we've got you covered we'll release this movie as a premiere access on Disney plus you know uh, they might do that um, so we will wait and see we'll find out nearer the time uh, but yeah, so like I say, 28th of May is when you can find uh, Cruella. And the, uh, the 18th of June is where you can find the movie Luca. Okay, um, but obviously we don't really know yet where we'll be able to find those movies. But of course, I will let you know. As soon as I get the information myself, I will uh, let you know in that podcast. Um that yeah those movies are going to be hitting here or there or wherever it, it hits uh so there we go so that's uh, the next thing uh, next thing i wanted to talk about uh staying with disney uh because the rest of this podcast really that i'm i'm talking about here is actually going to be about disney uh because obviously like i said at the beginning of um this podcast actually actually before i do i was just reading something very quickly some news has just broke um because the health secretary matt hancock has now said that more than 20 million people in the uk have now been given their first dose of a coronavirus vaccine that news has just broke within the last 10 minutes which is fantastic 20 million people now in the uk have had their first dose of the coronavirus vaccine so yeah that is absolutely extraordinary uh, extraordinary news um so yeah staying with uh going back to what i was just talking about uh which is uh disney i'm gonna talk for the rest of this podcast now about disney um because recently uh, Disney have done um, they've kind, they kind of announced um, a lot well they've basically announced a lot of content 
that is coming up in uh well over the next few months really i'm just trying to find the news story now actually because yeah i mean i'm just trying to find i'm just just trying to find it uh it's here somewhere because um yeah obviously i don't know from the top of my head um what yeah what ones there are there is um let me see where it is. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Uh, actually, while, I, while, while I'm speaking, actually, I've got something else to tell you uh, guys, actually. Uh, Spider-Man 3, the name of Spider-Man 3 has been announced. Um, so, basically, uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, is going to be called No Way Home. Um, yeah, so that's, and obviously that movie is going to be released in December this year, so, yeah, uh, okay, I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go from here, I will go from here, uh, so we'll start with Loki first, now, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming to Disney Plus on March 19th, and that's going to be dropping weekly, uh, obviously, WandaVision ends on Friday, the 5th of March. Sad times. I absolutely loved WandaVision. And I believe it might be not next week's podcast, uh, which is the 5th of March, but the week after, uh, I will talk about WandaVision in its entirety. And I'll tell you my thoughts on the series, what some of my best bits were. Um, yeah, I'll go through all of that. So after WandaVision has aired um, on Disney+, Plus, the next Marvel show will be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That will be streaming for six weeks. Uh, brand new episodes will be dropping. Then after that, uh, that will come to an end in mid-April. And then we've got a bit of a wait. Uh, we have got a bit of a wait. Uh, because... Uh, Disney have now officially announced that the Marvel Studios series Loki, which will be coming after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, will be coming to Disney Plus in June. The first episode will be arriving on Disney Plus on Friday, June 11th, uh, with new episodes arriving every Friday. And the series does consist of six episodes. So, yeah, so that's when the next Marvel show will be dropping on uh, Disney Plus after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm really looking forward to Loki. Uh, I absolutely love Tom Hiddleston. I absolutely love Loki as well, uh, especially in the Avengers movies. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really psyched uh, to be watching that. Hopefully, I might be able to watch that uh, with my best mate, Kyra, as well, because uh, I know that she's also... Uh, excited uh, to watch that series uh, she's very very interested in watching it so yeah I will definitely be giving that a watch when that hits in June uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch is coming to Disney Plus on uh, in May um, so obviously the first episode will be uh, dropping um 
yeah so yeah the first episode will be dropping on may the 4th uh which is star wars day and then obviously the second episode will be premiering on friday may 7th subsequent episodes will premiere on fridays as well okay uh but basically uh disney announced that the bad batch a uh, group of clone troopers from the seventh season of star wars the clone wars uh will be getting their own spin-off disney plus series they announced that last year so yeah now uh they have got their release date which is of course star wars day may the 4th uh, so that's going to be coming um and now they have also in disney have also announced uh chippendale park life as well uh, the release date of that has been announced uh so uh okay so basically uh where is it where is it where is it so there's 36 seven minute episodes um and the new series will debut on disney plus on friday july 23rd uh so yeah i don't know whether or not they're going to be dropping you know a couple of episodes a week or one episode a week i mean it'll be pretty weird or they might decide to literally just do a whole big drop of all 36 seven minute episodes um yeah you just uh you never know so uh we'll, we'll find out nearer the time i'm sure um i may give that a watch um and obviously let you know my thoughts and opinions it's the same with obviously loki and obviously uh star wars the bad batch as soon as those shows have come to an end i will definitely give you my thoughts and opinions on those shows uh on the podcast uh high school musical uh the musical the series season two disney plus release date uh has been announced it was announced last year that the show would be returning uh for a second season uh so uh disney have now officially announced that the second series of the show will be returning for new episodes uh on friday the 14th of may with new episodes uh, dropping weekly afterwards uh i do believe uh from what i have heard uh that there is going to be around about 12 episodes uh maybe yeah around about 12 episodes uh so yeah in this season so i expect there to be quite a lot of um yeah of of episodes um of high school musical the musical the series season two this series i am definitely looking forward to watching uh this summer which is monsters at work now this is a spin-off to monsters inc now i grew up with monsters inc and i absolutely love that movie from time to time on disney plus i do watch monsters inc um and it is a yeah it is a fantastic movie um so yeah um but yeah anyway uh one of the first um original series announced for disney plus uh was monsters at work uh which takes place the day after the monsters incorporated power plant started harvesting the laughter of children to fuel the city of monstropolis uh thanks to mike and sully's discovery that laughter generates 10 times more energy than screams uh, it follows the story of Tyler 
Tuskman, an eager young monster who graduated top of his class at Monsters University and always dreamed of becoming a scarer until he lands a job at Monsters Incorporated and discovers that scaring is out and laughter is in. Uh, now, Disney have confirmed that the first episode of the new anim animated series uh, will be coming to Disney Plus on July 2nd. Um, now, obviously, I don't know uh, how many episodes there are going to be. Um, no, it doesn't, it doesn't say how many episodes there's going to be. Uh, but Ben Feldman stars as the voice of Ty uh, Tyler Tuskman in the series, which introduces new monster characters alongside returning favourites, including Mike Wazowski, who's voiced by Billy Crystal, and James P. Sully Sullivan, uh, voiced by John Goodman, uh, starring alongside Feldman as part of the MIFT crew, uh, are Henry Rink uh, Winkler as Fritz, the scatterbrained boss, uh, Lucas Neff as Duncan, an opportunistic plumber, and Alana Eubach as Cutter, the uh, officious rule follower. Uh, and the other returning cast members, as well as uh, Crystal and Goodman uh, members from the original movies, include uh, John Ratzenberger as Yeti, and Tyler's dad, uh, Bernard, uh, Jennifer Tilly as uh, Celia May and Bob Peterson as Ro uh, Rose or Roz uh, twin oh twin uh, Rose twin sister to his uh, original Monsters Inc character Roz uh, there we go um, voicing additional characters are Stephen Stanton as Smitty and Needleman uh, the bumbling custodial team at Monsters Inc and Aisha Tyler as Tyler's mum uh, Millie Tuskman uh, so there we go so yeah that's Monsters at Work it's a brand new Disney Plus series it's hitting July 2nd I am definitely going to be watching Monsters at Work I don't care that I'll be 24, 24 and a half years old at that point I'm still going to be sitting down and watching Monsters at Work because that Monsters Inc. is my childhood. I absolutely loved the Monsters Inc. movie. Uh, I haven't really watched Monsters University. No, I haven't really watched Monsters University. Uh, so, yeah. Um, also, as well, uh, there's been a brand new look at a Turner and Hooch uh, reboot on Disney+. Plus. Um, now, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, the, they have announced that the first episode of the series will be coming to Disney Plus on Friday the 16th of July. Um, so, yeah, and obviously, um, I think there's going to be around about 12 episodes uh, of Turner and Hooch. Obviously, they will be dropping every Friday. Uh, but this is what it's about. When an ambitious, buttoned-up U.S. Marshal inherits a big, unruly dog, he soon realises the dog he didn't want may be the partner he needs. Uh, Turner and Hooch stars Josh Peck as Scott Turner, son of Detective Scott Turner, um, portrayed by Tom Hanks 
in the 1989 film of the same name. Um, so yeah, you know what? I am really, really looking forward uh, to watching Turner and Hooch. Um, I really am. I do think it's going to be uh, a fantastic series. Um, and obviously I do know Josh Peck uh, from my childhood, from a TV show that I used to watch growing up called Drake and Josh. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic show, I'm sure, uh, and I'm really looking forward to watching it when it does hit uh, Disney Plus uh, later this summer. Um, so there we go. That is all the brand new releases uh, that are. I mean, to be honest, it's so. I mean, I was listening to the What's on Disney Plus podcast this morning, um, actually, and I totally agree with what they were talking about because obviously over this last year we've not really had a lot of Disney Plus content coming out you know because I mean partially it might have had something to do with Covid being around obviously they've not been able to you know film TV series in the same way that they're normally able to or you know, they obviously they've not been able to do a lot of pre-production on some of these upcoming shows in the same way that they've normally been able to. Um, so, yeah. So, to be honest, over the last year, we've not really had a lot of content. You know, I mean, we've had The Mandalorian. We've had The Right Stuff, um, which is obviously about some astronauts going to space. Um and then obviously we've had WandaVision, but that's it. That's literally the content that we've had uh, by Disney Plus. So it's been quite a year where we've had a massive drought of content. Um, and of course, I don't, I don't blame Disney. I don't think this is Disney's fault. I do kind of blame the pandemic for this happening. Um. But this year, but now they, they've come out and they've gone, okay, you're about to have your second year subscribing to our service. You want content? Here you go. Here's a bunch of content that we've got coming up in the first half of the second year of Disney+. And they, they yeah, they have provided. They really have provided. And there are there are a lot of shows um, that Disney have announced there that I'm going to be watching. Monsters at Work, Turner uh, Turner and Hooch, um, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, um, and Loki as well. Uh, I'm definitely I'm also going to be watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well when that arrives. Uh, they've also announced actually um, another. Um, thing for uh, Disney Plus as well. I'm trying to find it now. Uh, yeah, The Big Shot, which stars John Stamos as well. Uh, it's about a group of girls that he trains to do basketball. Um, but yeah, uh, they've announced that that series will be streaming on Disney Plus on April 16th. Um, so yeah. So, again, I think that will be a, a series that I will watch. Um, I do know of John Stamos. Uh, he played a character in Full House uh, years and years and years ago. Uh, and obviously he reprised that role 
um, in the Netflix series Fuller House as well. He did like different. He does various cameos in that series. Um, but yeah, uh, I will give Big Shot a watch as well, and I will give you my thoughts and uh, and views on that when that series comes to an end, maybe. Um, but yeah, so rather than you know, rather so from now on, really, uh, from like the end of March, rather than going on Disney Plus once a week to watch maybe. Falcon and the Winter Soldier or or Loki or, or something like that. No, you'll be going on Disney Plus and you'll be watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Big Shot, you know? Um, yeah, you'll be watching all of those shows um, because they're, yeah, they're releasing the same time um, as each other, which is fantastic news. It really is. Um, and it's good to see that Disney Plus are starting to roll out more content uh, rather than just releasing one show at a time and obviously just releasing one episode of it a week you know you're going to get one episode of a couple of Disney Plus originals a week uh, which is absolutely fantastic news it really is um, so yeah now I do need to go into detail about Disney Plus Star now, this has been launched uh, this week on the 23rd of February uh, here in the UK, uh, in Canada, in New Zealand, in Australia as well. It has launched officially, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm loving it. Um, let me know your thoughts uh, on it. Uh, by the way, I found out you can write a review on Apple Podcasts for my podcast. Uh, there is a section which just says uh, leave a rating and leave a review and you're more than welcome to leave a review. I found that out uh, last week. So, yeah. So let me know your thoughts maybe in the review section. Uh, what you think of Disney Plus Star. I think it's completely... Well, for me, I think it's completely changed uh, the service. Um, it really has. Uh, there is a lot more adult content on there now you know you've got bones lost 24 24 legacy family guy american dad uh solar opposites hellstrom big sky how i met your mother modern family um and yeah futurama is also on there as well um but yeah i i absolutely love it i've been watching a lot of shows on Disney Plus this week uh, just to kind of get a feel as to whether or not they're shows that I would watch again and again and again uh, I did watch like Grey's Anatomy Family Guy, American Dad Futurama, Solar Opposites Hellstrom uh, Big Sky um, yeah I watched all of those and they are fantastic shows uh, they really really are uh, Lost Screen Queens is another one that I would definitely recommend that you guys uh, give a watch. Um, I've watched a couple of episodes of that now and so far so good. Obviously when I do come to an end uh, to a lot of these shows that I am in the middle of watching at the moment, 
then obviously as soon as I do come to an end of them uh, I will review them and I will let you know my thoughts and opinions on those shows in these podcasts um, because yeah I just think it's it is absolutely fantastic and obviously we are going to be getting more brand new shows um, you know um, or binge worthy box sets uh, they it will be coming to star um, between now and the end of the year obviously Disney have said that they're going to be releasing um, you know over a thousand star titles by the end of the first year um, so which is fantastic news I'm looking forward to it I'm hoping that soon we'll end up getting like the alien movies predator movies um and hopefully all five die hard movies will be on there as well as deadpool like the first deadpool movie as well i'm hoping that will be on there deadpool 2 is on disney plus star uh by the way so if you do want to give that a watch then it is on there you can watch it uh i have actually i've watched one movie on uh disney plus star uh, which is The Fly, which stars Jeff Goldblum. And it was a movie that, it was a horror movie that was made way back in the 80s. I do believe, obviously, I think it was kind of a remake or a reboot of the original The Fly, which was released years earlier. Um, but yeah, so obviously they, yeah, they brought this movie out. And to be honest, it was, it was an okay movie. You know, it definitely did have some horror elements in it. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it, it was it was all right. It was all right. Um, to me, it weren't it weren't too frightening. Uh, but it's basically, if you want an outline of what it's about, it's about a scientist um, who basically um, creates this teleporter, which kind of teleports you from, for example, one side of the room to the other side of the room. And there was one time where he did the experiment on himself, but the experiment went wrong when a fly also enters the teleporter um, as well. Um, And, yeah, basically the fly... He ends up becoming the fly, basically, like a human version of the fly. Um, And, yeah. Um, But apart from that, though, it is a really good movie. I would definitely say check it out. Uh, if you are into your horror movies um, and yeah def- just definitely check it out uh, is all I could say really um, but yeah I mean honestly I'll tell you what my watch list is unbelievable now on Disney Plus because uh, let me go through my watch list uh, very very quickly um, and then we're going to wrap the podcast up here because honestly I've spoken way too much uh, also, as well, I must add that Ice Age Collision Course is also available on Disney Plus this week. I haven't seen Collision Course before, so it's going to be very, very interesting uh, to see what Collision Course is like. Um, let me go from the bottom and I'll work my way up the watch list, okay? So, I've got Ramona and Beezus, which is a movie starring Selena Gomez. That's on my watch list. The Muppet Show, which is the classic Muppet Show, which I'm currently working my way through and watching at the moment. 
Um, you know what? I love the very first episode uh, of the Muppet Show where they go mana mana do 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 mana mana do 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 mana mana do 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 Oh, I like that. Um, so yeah, the Muppet Show I've got on my watch list, and then this is where we then get to the star stuff. So I've got, according to Jim, American Dad, Big Sky, Bones, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Family Guy, Firefly, The Gifted, Futurama, The Fosters, Flash Forwards. You've also got Glee, Grey's Anatomy, How I Met Your Mother, Lost, Modern Family, Terriers, Terra Nova, Ugly Betty, The Day the Earth Stood Still, Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgence, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Apes, this is the 2001 Planet of the Apes by the way, Scrubs, Solar Opposites, which by the way I do recommend if you're looking for an adult comedy to watch, uh, Hellstrom, 24, 24 Legacy, Prison Break, Screen Queens, Deadpool 2, The X-Files uh, movie, I believe that is, um, Atlanta, um, oh no, that might be the series, The X-Files, Atlanta, Sons of Anarchy, Feud, Sleepy Hollow, There's Something About Mary, Bushwhacked, Holy Man, Office Space, Idiocracy, Dark Water, The Happening, Good Morning Vietnam, Taxi, Johnson Family Vacation, and Bad Times at the El Royale. So those are everything that's on my watch list. Obviously, those movies and TV shows, I will, of course, from time to time, uh, be reviewing on my podcast as well. So there we go. Right, I'm going to wrap my podcast up here uh, very quick. Okay, so a massive, massive thank you for listening. I know it's been a bit of a long one this week, but I've had so much to cover. Uh, obviously, my next podcast will be released on March the 5th uh, at 4pm, and you can find that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Music as well. Uh, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, Steve Official, of course. I'll be posting brand new videos up on there as well if you want to check out my YouTube videos uh, you're more than welcome to uh, but from me though it is goodbye thank you for listening and I will be back next Friday Friday the 5th of March with my next podcast laters